Hmm. Hmm. Hi, Jed. What you doing? Oh, hey. I'm just trying to figure out the difference between these jump ropes. I mean, they seem exactly the same except for the color. Like, one's pink, one's blue. Oh, I didn't know you were in the market for a jump rope. Well, I really wanted the pink one, but the blue one's a little cheaper, so... I mean, I should probably get that one because it's more responsible. But I really like the pink one. And why does this one have to be more? Huh, that is weird. They really do seem the same. Anyway, I got what I came for. Oops, I probably shouldn't do that. Okay, I'm going to go check out now. Okay, I'll catch up with you later. A pink, blue, pink, blue, pink... Welcome back to Million Bazillion, where we help dollars make more sense. I'm Jed. And I'm Bridget. We're here to answer the questions you have about money and how it works. Let's hear today's question. I'm Isabella, and I come from California. And my question is, why are women's attire or accessories so much more expensive than men's attire or accessories? So, Jed, I think you and I both agree on why we had to answer this question for today's show. Yeah, I first heard about this like years ago, but I totally thought we'd fixed it. I had no idea it's still going on. Exactly. I was shocked. And Isabella wasn't happy when she first figured this out either. Well, I visited some websites and I saw that like some women's uh, clothing were uh, more expensive than men's clothing. I thought it was unfair. It seems totally unfair. Hold on. Is that why the pink jump rope cost more? Wait, you think the reason it costs more is because it's pink? Well, yeah, Isabella noticed things designed for women can cost more than things for men. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times companies make pink versions of things because they think girls will buy them. It's silly. I mean, I happen to love pink. Where did this idea that pink's just for girls even come from anyway? Color me not impressed. Oh, I know. Let's ask my new smart speaker. I just got it today. Sidekick, activate. Sidekick? Not Alexa or Siri or Google? Yeah, I saved money by getting an off-brand version. (laughs) It's great at very specific things, like uh, it can name the perfect song in any situation. Mm. Uh, Oh, it can name every species of jellyfish. Mm -hmm. But it is lousy at telling the weather. Really? All right. Hey, sidekick, what's the temperature outside? Hello, it is 87 degrees and snowing in your living room. Wow. Let's stay focused. Sidekick, where did the idea that pink is just for girls come from anyway? Sidekick? Sidekick? That's a great question. Someone should answer that. Great speaker, Bridget. And now it's time for asking random kids not-so-random questions. Today's question is, what's an unfair thing about money you wish you could fix? Some people don't get paid as much as other people for doing the exact same thing and with the exact same qualifications. Something that I think isn't fair about money is that not everybody is able to get money. People being poor because people being poor can't buy the things they need. One unfair thing about money that I wish I could fix is that it's easier to make money when you already have a lot of money and harder when you do not have as much. 
That was Ona in California, Kieran in Minnesota, Griffin in Michigan, and Joe in Wisconsin. This has been asking random kids not-so-random questions. Okay, so let's get back to what Isabella noticed and her question about why it happens. Sometimes things that stores try to sell to women and girls cost more than the same or a really similar item meant for men and boys. There's even a phrase for it. It's called, are you ready for this? Lay it on the people, Bridget. It's called the pink tax. Pink tax. To be clear, this is not an official tax. Like, this is not something the government is making some people pay. Right. The phrase pink tax is just a way we describe the extra money that companies sometimes charge for products they think women will buy. It's bananas. And by the way, these higher prices don't just happen on things that are pink. They just call it the pink tax because a lot of the time, the store suggests that something is a girl's version. And anyone who wants to buy these versions is going to end up paying more. Sidekick, you're back. Yes, and I have an answer to that question you asked before about why pink items are thought to be for girls and not boys. All right, let's do this. Let's hear it. In the beginning, pink was a color both men and women liked to wear. Kids were usually dressed in white, easier to bleach clean. Really? In the early 1900s, department stores tried to convince people to buy specific colors for boys and girls. They may have thought that if people had to buy separate clothes for their boy and girl children, the stores would make more money. For a while, different stores had different opinions about whether pink was a boy's color or a girl's color. Oh, so they just wanted people to buy more. Devious. Yeah, stores are always figuring out new ways to sell us stuff or to get us to spend more money. Sometime after World War II, stores started to sell clothes and toys that were pink for girls and blue for boys. Since then, for whatever reason, the idea stuck. Well, I wish it would get unstuck. I mean, boys' colors, girls' colors. What a limited way of viewing the world. Anyway, thanks, sidekick. You're welcome. Now, would you like some facts about pink flamingos? They are actually born gray or white, but turn pink thanks to reddish pigment found in the food they eat. Uh, thank you. That's interesting. Super random, but interesting. I know. Is it a bug or a feature? (laughs) Anyway, uh, hey, Jed, do you want to play a quick game? Uh, Of course. I'm going to give you some examples where the girl version costs more than the boy version. Mm. And I want you to guess how much more the girl version costs, okay? Mm -hmm. These are all from an official report from some economists who studied this. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hey, sidekick, uh, you got any game show music you can play here? Yes. Okay. I have here two bike helmets. One is blue, one is pink. They are pretty much the same in every way. What's the price difference? Hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say pink helmet, $3 more. Oh, good guess. Yes, yes. <laughs> the girl's helmet is $30. The boy's helmet is usually 27 So you're right. I'm right. I'm happy I got it right. But I'm also not so happy because this is really absurd. Like, they do the exact same thing. Like, protect your head. They're just different colors. Okay, next one. Okay. Two blue polo shirts. One is for men, one is for women. They're the same size. Okay. Uh, Wow, these shirts really look similar. So, uh, I don't know, like a a dollar more for the women's version. Nope, $5. $5? It is almost exactly the same shirt. Like, same fabric, everything. Welcome to my world. How about, okay, so these nearly identical packages of ballpoint pens... (laughs) 
They've each got two pens per package with black ink. Mm -hmm. They're the super fun kind where you like click down the top to get it to work. Only difference is one is called for her. (laughs) So guess the price difference. (laughs) I mean, does a company even need to make pens that are for her? Is this a trick question? I mean, they got to cost exactly the same. Mm -mm. The pens for her cost an extra $2.50. But that makes them cost twice as much as the other pens. Oh, man. (laughs) This makes no sense. I I know. These are all different examples of the pink tax. And women might not even realize that the men's option is cheaper unless they go looking for it. Man, a couple dollars here, a couple dollars there. Yeah, that's really going to add up if you're always paying a little bit more for stuff. And actually, hang on. Sidekick? Yes. Is there a girl's version of your smart speaker? Oh, yeah. Yes, there is a version of me that is decorated with flowers and unicorns and is called Sidekick Girl Version. Oh, gosh. I'm almost afraid to ask. What does it cost? It costs 25% more than I do. Oh. That is just so frustrating. Would you like to play a weirdly specific but topically appropriate punk song to help you express your feelings? Uh, yeah, I totally would. You have one? Yes. Playing Attackin' Pink Taxes with my pink axes. Oh, rock on, sidekick. All right, I got to find out why this pink tax thing is happening and what we can do to stop it. More after this break. And we're back. Okay, so far today, we've seen that the girls' versions of things a lot of times cost more than the boys' versions. And that seems kind of messed up. So let's get into Isabella's question. Why does this happen? Yeah, because there aren't any laws that say women have to pay more for things than men. Maybe there's some supervillain who just wants to make things super unfair for women? I have succeeded in my nefarious plot to make lady shaving razors more expensive. Now, to take over the world. (laughs) Stop, villain. I'm here to foil your evil plans. Though, I'm unclear exactly why you're doing this. It just seems really petty and mean-spirited. What's wrong with you? I don't have to justify myself to you. You really should know better. I know you are, but what am I? Mm, Probably not. Someone who knows more is Sandra Abeles. She helps run the New York City Department of Consumer and Worker Protection. And she worked on a study all about the pink tax. Keep in mind, sometimes it's hard to know exactly why something costs what it does— But Sandra says there are a few reasons why this price difference might exist, like the cost of making something. So the cost of the materials that are used or how much it costs to manufacture a product. Like if the factories are set up to make, like, let's say, a lot of black hammers, uh, they can do it pretty cheaply. But when they want to make a bright colored one, then they have to shut things down and change out some equipment. I mean, that costs them more, so then they make those things more expensive. 
Or another thing that could make one version cost more than another could be that one has a little bit more going on style-wise. If you take a product that might have, let's say, some ruffles or additional details, or it might have different kinds of fabric used in it, you could understand that that might be more expensive to make, and therefore the producer is going to pass that cost on to the consumer. So you'll pay more for a product that either has more details or is a little bit more fancy. And there might be something else going on here. Remember that example we talked about earlier with the two cotton t-shirts, one for women, one for men, and the women's one cost $5 more? Well, it's possible the store set the prices of the shirts based on who they thought was going to buy it and how much they think that buyer is willing to spend. Right. That is called price discrimination, when a company sets different prices on an item for different groups of people. It's like charging different prices on movie tickets for kids, adults, or senior citizens. It's all a way to sell more depending on who's buying. And I think retailers and the companies that sell you products, they have more information than ever about the people who are buying their products and how much they're willing to spend what their patterns of buying are, what their preferences are. They may know that women are willing to pay more for certain items, or it might just be that men are not willing to pay as much. So they need to charge less in order to sell more to them. As long as stores can keep selling pink versions of things at a higher price, they're probably going to keep charging more for those items. So look. I understand that stores exist to sell things, and they want to make as much money as they can. But I still have questions, and maybe you do too. Like, why assume that only women would want the extra special details? Don't they think girls like other colors? Have they heard of orange? Why assume that only girls would want the pink version? Also, we're like half the population, so why is it that the woman's version is the special one? And if we're going to pay extra anyway, can we at least get some more pockets? Yeah, I am sorry that this happens. I mean, even if there isn't an evil maniac purposely trying to overcharge women and girls, you know, women still end up paying extra money for the things they buy. We'll talk about some ways to fix this. That's coming up next. All right. So today we got a question that an observant listener sent our way. She noticed that sometimes women's clothes and accessories are more expensive than really similar versions made for men. So we looked into why that was. The answer isn't totally satisfactory. Because the bottom line is, girls are often asked to buy things that are more expensive than very similar items meant for boys. A lot of times it doesn't seem like there's a good reason for it. And those extra dollars really add up. So what can we do about it? Ooh, let's ask Sidekick. Sidekick, what can we do to stop the pink tax? You want to mop up rink slacks? No, what? I want, it, I want to know how to stop the pink tax. There are no stores called Stinky Max in your area. I read online it's easier for it to understand your question if you ask it in a little elf voice. Sidekick, sidekick, what can we do? You know, forget it. It's not worth it. This is the worst purchase. Well, fortunately, there are some people who have been trying to make this price difference disappear. So we thought we'd call back Isabella, who asked this question, and tell her about it. Hey, Isabella. Hi. Okay, so here we go. 
I'm going to tell you some of the different things people have done to try to get rid of the pink tax. Ready? Yeah. One thing people have tried to do about the pink tax is to fight back by writing papers and gathering data and proof that this is happening. Ah, good old research. The secret weapon against tyranny. And then some companies saw that research and they said, hey, this isn't good. And they decided that, you know, from then on, they would charge the same price for a product, whether it's the girl version or the boy version. Companies like an online grocery store, an eyeglass company, the list goes on. Seems like an easy fix. Like, the people who set the prices have control over the prices. Uh, well, not not all stores would agree because they still want, like, uh, income. And they can't just, just like some person can't just make them change their, like, entire, like, price. That's a good point. It is, because it's true. Some companies just say... We're not going to change our prices. If you want the cheaper version, just buy the not-so-colorful one. What do you think of that, Isabella? Would you want to buy just the blue version of things from here on out? It isn't fair because what if, like, I wanted the pink version? I can't just wear the blue version for, like, the rest of my life. Yeah, like my jump rope. I just like the way the pink one looks when it's sitting there, not getting used. I need to exercise more. Okay, here's another one. Um, In the state of New York, lawmakers have actually made rules that make it illegal to charge more for services or products aimed at women. Maybe more states could pass similar laws? Well, it could be, but, um, like, what if, like, it costs more to make it, like, the women's instead of the men's? So that couldn't really solve all of it. Maybe, like, uh, we could, like, report the companies that did uh, price unfairly. Oh, yeah. Good suggestion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's probably going to take a lot of different ideas working together to do away with the pink tax altogether. But this is a good start. Noticing it and pointing it out. So now we know what's happening. So thank you, Isabella, for asking this question. Yeah. And in the meantime, it's okay to be a little angry. Maybe listen to a little music to let off steam. Hey, sidekick. Hit it. Hitting it. So, Jen, can I tell you what I learned today? Take it away. Sometimes there are things about the way money works that aren't fair. And even more frustrating, we know it's not fair, but we're not even close to fixing it. If you notice these things, it's okay to point them out. Sometimes saying something isn't fair is the first step to changing it. And the second step is working together, right, Jed? That's right, because it can take a lot of people working together to make a difference, but they can do it. So trust your gut, never stop asking questions about the world around you. Chances are, you'll end up teaching the grown-ups in your life a few things, too. Thanks for listening to Million Bazillion, where we help dollars make more sense. In our next episode, we're learning all about the art on our money and how it stops thieves and counterfeiters in their tracks. If you want to learn more about the pink tax, we've got a tip sheet with episode extras and a million bazillion comic. It's for kids and their grownups. 
Get it delivered to you as a newsletter when you sign up at marketplace.org slash bonus. Plus, you'll be the first to know when we've got new episodes and other fun stuff from the million bazillion team, like our new t-shirts. Special thanks to Kimberly Adams, Marissa Cabrera, Remo Crace, and Jeff Peters for lending us their voices. Our Pink Tax Punk song was performed by Coco Sanchez and Lulu Bloom Doucette. Million Bazillion is brought to you by Marketplace in collaboration with Brains On and American Public Media. I'm your host, Jed Kim. The senior producer is my co-host, Bridget Bodner. Marissa Cabrera is our producer. Sandin Totten is our editor. Chris Julin is our sound designer. Our theme music was created by Wonderly. This episode was mixed by Becca Weinman. Our digital team includes Erica Phillips and Tony Wagner. Sitara Nieves is the executive director of On Demand at Marketplace. And special thanks to the people who provided the startup funding for Million Bazillion and who continue to help keep us going. The Ranzetta Family Charitable Fund and NextGen Personal Finance, supporting Marketplace's work to make younger audiences smarter about the economy. We hope that you and the kids in your life are having some good conversations about money thanks to us, Million Bazillion. We created this podcast to help kids get an early start on learning about the economy. And to keep it going, we're counting on your support. Donate today at marketplace.org slash give million. And thanks for chipping in to make our work possible. 